Hello, and welcome to another episode of Just Talk with Joe Meyer. I'm your host, Joe Meyer, as we kick off another episode of our talk. You know, um, I was really considering even doing one today. Um, I was a little tired, in all honesty. Um, And I didn't think I was going to get to do one. And I may do this one. Well, obviously, I am doing it, but having a talk with all of you, and I may even do a vlog, but I'm, I'm not sure yet. It depends how much my energy is today. <laughs> uh, I wasn't expecting to actually maybe do one because my wife has not been feeling well, and um, she's fine. She just um, probably a common cold or, you know, she probably she's just very tired. She's She works a lot, um, and she has not taken a vacation, and so the body's probably telling her you need to slow down, you need to rest, right? Um, so it, it's it's one of those things. And I, I it's hard because we, we depend on the money, but I, I don't want to be one of those husbands that just says, you know, well, you have to go to work because we need the money, right? Um, I just think she's tired of the job she's at now. And... Um, they don't really offer vacation. It's it, it, it's an employer. I'll say this. I won't say who it is, but it's a it's an employer that's very large. They're a public company, but yet their employees um, are really not allowed to take vacations because they don't get vacation because they're considered a part time employee, which technically they consider my wife a part time employee, although they give her full time hours, and you know, um, so. It is in the fast food industry. I'll say that. Um, you can think of what, who that could be, but really it could be any one of them, right? Um, that does that, right? So welcome. Welcome, everybody. Um, have a few interesting songs today, um, takes that I'm really, you know what? I'm going to tell you this. I don't know what it is, but I listen I listen to Sirius XM regularly like almost every day right um and i listen to the hard rock station i listen to classic rock um but lately i've been listening to more of the card rock from the 90s and 2000s um from groups like that i grew up with well how should i say it not grew up with but like lincoln park which i played some of those that group for you I've heard other ones that I really didn't even know they were existence until I started listening to them in the, like, Disturbed. Um, uh, who else? Uh, Static X, Seether, and there are other ones out there, right? Mudane, or I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. But a lot of just incredible rock groups that still exist today. I mean, Evanescence is awesome. Amy Lee, I think that's her name, the lead singer, says she's a Christian. Um, and I think based on her music, her songs that she writes, they're not too out there, you know. <laughs> doesn't want, doesn't use a lot of profanity or things like that, but um, but it's just amazing. So let me, let me start off with this first song. And it, it's interesting because I'm probably going to play more of them in the future, but I, I, I really like this group now it just resonates with me for some reason but it's called the game
right. So, giving you guys a chance to, to listen to him, you know, or them, I should say, Disturbed, right? It's called The Game, right? And uh, I don't know, there's something that resonates about this song. But um, if you guys listen to them, I think you'll enjoy them. Um, you know, I, I think they're they're a great group, you know. Um, I never saw them in concert. I, I did see um, some concerts when I was um, younger, I should say. <laughs> uh, I... I, I I've seen um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I've seen Bon Jovi. I've seen Gwen Stefani. Um, who else? Oh, Shania Twain. Uh, I, I go to a lot of variety concerts with my aunt and mom and sister. Um, and so a variety of different ones, right? Um, which was some good memories, you know, um, that I had, you know. And I'll talk a little bit about that. You know, it's just um, growing up, um, my sister, my mom, my dad, excuse me, my mom, sister, and I, um, we really didn't want to be home, all right? It was, in my opinion, a horrible place to live. Now, my mom, she did her best try to get us out of the house, right? You know? And take us places and, uh, you know, and get us out because living at home with my grandfather, who I refer to as the devil, right? He's a horrible human being, right? And, um, She would take us, you know, shopping or the mall. um, I grew up in the city of Downey, right, California, which is also the home of, uh, I think, um, one of the frontmen for uh, Metallica, right? I think uh, Lars, but I may be wrong. I'm going (laughs) to, let's see. Uh, No, that's not him. uh, Who is it? It's the other one. Uh, James, I think it's Hatfield, right? Um, he, he was, I think, born and raised in um, Downey, or, or maybe he wasn't born there, but uh, I'm trying to see, look up the link, uh, LinkedIn here. <laughs> I mean, um, Wikipedia, <laughs> you know. Uh, let's see here. I always like to at least... And I believe it's James, because I was just reading about him the other day. You know, James Hetfield. Uh, he grew up in Downey, I think. Yeah, Downey, California. He just had a birthday, August 3rd. He's 59 years old, right? Still rocking it, right? But um, it was awesome. Um my mom used to take us to the to, to get out of the house for the weekend. She would take us, um, you know, to stay at a, a little like motel, like um, called the Red Roof Inn. We'd stay there for the weekend and watch movies and spend time together as a family. And and th- those were actually memorable, good times. And then she'd take us to the mall, which is in Ontario, California, which is around where I live now. Um, down the street, basically. So it, it brings back quite a bit of memories to be in this place. Maybe that's why I want to. I wanted to live in this area um, because of the memories of being here with my mom. Right, um, my mom who just celebrated a birthday on, who would have been sixty three. She passed away in two thousand fifteen, but her birthday was August thirtieth. Right, my other aunt uh, Elizabeth. She would have had a birthday as well. She was born on August 31st. And she's no longer with us as well, which is, you know, unfortunate. Because uh, I do miss both of them. Um, but 
I, I, I think of those times, right? Um, with her. And, um, now I'm getting distracted here. Sorry. It's like when, when your phone messages keep going off and you're trying to see it and you're not paying attention when I should be paying attention to you guys, obviously, because we're having a conversation here, right? Um, A lot has happened, right? Switch gears a little bit, right? What what kind of prompted me to talk today, right? Well, you know, things in the news, things in life. I mean, right now we're going through a, a just like a heat wave right now in California, which is not un, completely unusual. Um, it's like 107. Right. So it's been hot. Staying indoors, right? Into September now, already the fourth. Can you believe it? This year is just gonna fly by, right? Christmas will be here before you know it, Halloween, all those fall holidays. And end of the year, right? Now I'm not. I'm not trying to get anybody too excited because some of you don't like the holiday season. I, I actually enjoy it. I like the weather change. I like the the, the decorations. Um, I like all of that, right? And. The only thing is, there's always that anniversary of, well, good anniversaries and bad anniversaries. I'll say this. Good anniversary, October 2nd, is my wedding anniversary. Married in 2010, right? So, incredible, 12 years already, right? Hasn't always been easy. I love my wife immensely. She's a gift to me, although she probably deserves a much better husband than me, in my opinion. I think most wives would agree, like, unless most wives would probably agree, well, yeah, maybe I do deserve a better husband. There, there's, you know, in my opinion, there, there's a lot better husbands out there and fathers out there, right? I do my best. I really do, right? Um, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's been a struggle. Would I have done it over again if um, if I had to choose to be a husband and a father again? I don't think I would. But if I know what I do know today that I knew back then when I first got married and began a relationship with my my then-becoming wife... I probably would have done things a little differently in that sense, you know, and understood, uh, you know, how I could be there for them in a different, better way. But it, it's kind of hard not to, you know, think about it because there, we'd all like to do things differently in most cases. I, I don't think, you know, unless you, unless you're one of those people that have a great deal of resources, wealth, an incredible career that offers you everything that you could ever imagine, which mine does not. It offers me a paycheck. Don't get me wrong. And I'm thankful. Has it offered me prestige? Has it offered me uh, positions to lead other people, to do great things? I'm going to say no. Right? I'm going to say no. Um, but I am thankful. Right? I don't want to come off as being ungrateful. Right? Right? I will teach my daughter differently, you know, set certain expectations for her. So one day when she starts working in the workforce, she can know what to expect. 
I'm not going to poison her mind and scare her. That's not what I'm I'm looking to do. Um, but I do want her to have a realistic view of the world, right? Because she needs to know. Because in all honesty, there's um, there's things I wish I would have known, right? When I had started on my own, right? Especially in college. And really, you know, starting on my, starting to, to get my feet on the ground as an adult, right? These are things that I think we all um, should know, right? <sighs> Deep sigh because. My daughter's nine and she's growing up so quickly. And even the educational system today, it's not really the same as like I went to school and, and, and I don't expect it to be, in all honesty, right? I really don't. But the necessities of what to what is to be taught are important, right? And they, they, you know, and they still exist today, right? Math, reading, writing. And although many people today are worried about, you know, a teacher's influence on, on, on their kids about, you know, what they call indoctrination, right? I don't personally believe in that, that teachers are indoctrinating our kids, you know? But many people have those fears, right? And um, part of it is that we as parents, the reason why people probably worry so much about indoctrination is because parents aren't doing their job. Parents are not trying to teach their kids the important aspects of how to treat people. Now, I get it, you know, um, There are certain subject matters that I, I I personally would like to teach my daughter, right? You know, I, I don't know if I want to, you know, give her the sex talk and all that, right? I, I really don't, right? But one day she's going to have to hear one day. Um, I didn't hear, wasn't spoken to about sex, you know, when I was growing up, you know, um, I had to learn, you know, from school, obviously, and in a wrong way where when I was probably around 12 years old my grandfather would attempt to show me pornography right the same person I would I consider to be the devil right and And I remember that time because it, it kind of, when you do that in the wrong way, it essentially almost takes your innocence away because your, your minds are so innocent at that age that in many cases, yes, don't get me wrong. I know we watch movies. I know we see things on TV. I know we listen to things, but ultimately that's a whole different level, right? when kids are shown those things, right? And it was um, one of those things I just, 
shouldn't have seen at that age, right? Which sparked an interest. You know, it really did. It sparked an interest. And suddenly I was looking for those things, right? And, and, and I don't think, you know, I know it's, it's okay to have a curiosity, right? But I just think it, it was done in the wrong way. And I'll never forget that. He's not, he wasn't my father. He was my grandfather. Right? In my opinion, he was just a, a, a dirty old man, right? He really was. And I remember, you know, when I was older, when I was, uh, you know, I was like a, I think I was like a, yeah, I was already a, a, a young man in my 20s. And I would take my grandfather to visit, you know, friend's house and fix things. And he would do handiwork for his friends. And one time, which I don't even know why I'm disclosing this, it's kind of weird, but one time um, we went to a, a, one of his old friends and we went to her trailer to go fix something. I don't know what it was. It was He was the one who was fixing. I was kind of just driving him. Um, and after we were finished or whatever he did finished, he told me, oh, yeah, I just, um, I asked my friend if she wanted to, you know, have sex and she said no and that's one of the reasons I came here that's how I was going to get payment for what for helping her and I was like what you know you know and in all honesty quite disgusting right quite disgusting and um this is one of the reasons why I never liked the man just it's hard to think about these things you know and I know a lot of those of you who listen to me hear me talk about my past um, thank goodness I was never as far as I know I was never sexually abused as a child and definitely not as an adult but I you know I don't know the man who I referred to as the devil what he's done to people, right? If he abused other people, I, I I think he did. But it's really hard to say, you know? It really is, right? I only suspect he did. Right? But only God knows, right, what he did. Right? But anyways, let's talk on the sunnier things, right? Kind of, and I know I don't really talk about politics here, and I really don't like to talk about politics, right? You know, but it's scary out there, right? It's certainly scary because in the next couple of years or even sooner than that, they, the, 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 you know, we're going to have a new president, right? Now, I would never vote for somebody like Trump, right? Never. The guy is a dictator waiting to happen, right? And I, in all honesty, I think he's too stupid to be a dictator, right? People give him a lot of credit. But... 
I think, you know, in all honesty, there are people who will defend him, who will do everything in their power to help him if he was to become one, to um, make sure that our democracy is destroyed. And then eventually, being at his age, he would eventually not be around forever. Um, we'd be left to clean up the mess. And how would we do that? I don't know if we could. I mean, there's other societies that have gone through dictatorships and there's some that are still going through it today. You look at like countries, of course, like Germany, right? With the Nazis. You look at other countries today who, who almost embrace dictatorship. Some have no choice, like countries like China. They're a dictatorship, right? The, the thing about, you know, I'm thinking about China is, you know, we, we've come to a point here in our country where we've used them so much, where we've relied on them. We've relied to keep our costs low here, to, to have a strong um, supply chain that we don't think of them as an enemy in a sense, right? And I'm talking about many of us who, who go to the stores every day, buy clothes, buy products who oftentimes those products come from china do we don't even ask where they come from or how they're made or who makes them or what kind of tortures people go to to get us our products and and, and we don't we don't right because there's a lot of human rights abuses you know that are happening today that we just kind of ignore, right? That we think it will never happen to us, right? And that's a big lie that we tell ourselves, right? We can become like other countries in the form of a dictatorship. We can be in a society similar to 1984, George Orwell. It's not out of, it's not out of the possibilities, which is pretty scary. But there are going to be people who enable that kind of situation. Those who will certainly embrace it. Right? Which is pretty scary because there's those who, who, who want fascism here. Who want dictatorships here. You know, I'm sorry to say this. We may be one of the most advanced countries in the world, but we are, and we may come off as being one of the most intelligent countries, and I, I believe we are, but we're also the most stupidest in a way, right? Because how does an, an intelligent society allow this to happen, right? I wish I knew, right? pretty scary it's it's scary when you you have a nine-year-old that has to live through that and although i'm still young i'm in my 40s right i don't know what to expect you know it's it's kind of like oh geez kind of like civil war in a way right what's this world going to become hard to think of it hard to think of it what to expect. But anyways, let me play this next song, right? Kind of change the mood a little bit, right? And this one is another 
artists that you may or may not have heard of, but I, I'm certainly liking their tunes. This song is called Gasoline. It's by a group called Seether. I think you'll like it. I like that song. That's called Gasoline by Seether, right? Good song. Good song, right? Uh, I like the video. Obviously, if you listen to the two, the excuse me, the lyrics, and you ever watch the music video, it, it's it's a good music video actually, um, because it, it reflects a woman. She's putting on makeup, and you know, it talks about you know. How, you know, the, the the great lengths that women go to to look like those in magazines, right? Um, and I can only imagine. I'm not a woman, right? I, I don't I don't know what women go through. I'm, you know, I can only imagine the the cost that goes into some of the women that that actually. Um, go to like great lengths to look a certain way, whether it's physically um, with makeup or, or with um, cosmetics or, or with, uh, you know, uh, surgeries or, or whatnot, right? Um, just amazing, right? And... I really self-reflect a lot on my self, my physical self, right? How I look, how I feel, and the life that I live today and how I feel now. And if, if I had taken the time when I was maybe in my 20s to really care about my body, right? My life maybe could have been different, right? 
Who knows? Who knows where it could have been, right? I was always the overweight kid, right? I was the one being bullied, put down. I always felt like I didn't have any self-worth. And it was difficult. It was difficult. Because there's so much I could have done back then. Seriously. So much I could have done. But I wasted. I wasted. That part of my life. Always being down on myself. Putting myself down. And and I just felt like I was in a, a, a haze, right? A haze. I think about my time in college. I think about the people that I met. The relationships that I had, whether it was a friendship or a potential girlfriend, you know. And how I treated those relationships. And I know when you're young... Sometimes you don't know any better, and I didn't, right? I didn't know any better. And there are probably people that I should have, I don't know, given a chance to in those parts and times of my life. You know, I think about a a good friend of mine, and I don't really talk to her too much. I mean, it's been a while. I I keep in contact just to say hello. Um, A friend of mine named Elizabeth from college, and um, she always was pursuing me in college, right? And I I won't make her sound like desperate, because she's not. In case she's ever listening to some of my pods, but she wasn't, obviously. She had attention by males. Um, but she was always paying attention to me. And I rejected her attention. And I don't know what it was. I was in another world. And in all honesty, there were girls that did pay attention to me. And I... It's like, you know, like... Somebody's paying attention, you're paying attention to somebody, they're just not getting it. And you're like, are you going to do something? Are you going to make a move? Are you going to, you know, and I didn't. And eventually they, they just left, right? Women, they just left, right? Because um, they, I don't expect them to wait around, obviously. Um, and I think about those women. There was a few of them. There was one named Rachel. There was one named Elizabeth, which is pretty strange because these are two women's names that I actually have uh, uh, um, two aunts <laughs> named that, right? Maybe that was in my subconscious of, uh, uh, you know, me not wanting to have anything to do with them. I don't know. But what, what's sad about Elizabeth is that, um, you know, she what's good, she got married and... Um, I think she was in a very difficult relationship where eventually in 2016 she may have gotten divorced and she met somebody else. And, um, you know, and I, 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 not that I dwell in thinking about her because I don't, you know, she has some major health problems going on right now, right? 
And um, I think about that. If I was with her, I would be that person taking care of her. Not that I would mind, because when you're married, you, you, you obviously have to care for that individual, right? And take care of them, right? But, you know, <sighs> I look at myself, you know, high school, sometimes what I look like. And I could see why there was, a, there was no attraction towards me from women, right? I hated the fact that I was overweight, fat, because although I have a good heart, and although we'd like to believe that that's all that makes a difference, in a relationship, that's not really the only thing that makes a difference. It's about that or the person physically being attracted to you, right? And... Women weren't. They were not. And it was hard. It was a hard blow every time. Right? It really was. Because I tried so hard. So very, very, very hard. To have somebody pay attention to me to talk to me, to spend time with me. And I was just constantly rejected. You know, until I met my wife, you know. And then she, she said, Why, well, Joseph, I love the way you look. I thought you were cute. And I'm not ugly, I don't think. I just think, you know, like, like anything else, there's a, there's a level of somebody that can look better by, you know, especially those who are overweight or obese, that you, you just tend to look like your real self when you lose the weight, right? And I feel that's who I am now. I'm the version I'm supposed to be, right? I hope I stay this way, you know? I really do. I hope I stay this way. Because I wasn't really happy the other way. I really wasn't. I, ended up, I think I just hated myself, in all honesty. And I know it's a hard thing to say or think about. Like, how can you hate yourself? Well, it's perfectly possible. To hate yourself. To hate your look. To be disgusted when you take a look at your picture. And, and, and uh, see, the problem is that we, we live in a world where, you know, and I was just thinking about this, where we live in a world where now we almost live in a like a, a fat acceptance, right? And not that I'm a, a believer in Bill Maher, and he, I think he was talking about this the other day or a few weeks ago, about how we as society... have become very accepting of being large, large and in charge. And I don't think that's a good thing. I really don't. You know, 
And I don't know if I'm ever going to stay like this. I, I'd certainly try to maintain. I go, I exercise every day almost. I use weights. I, you know, and, and you know, I, I, I have to be careful, you know, not to focus too much on the scale, although I know it's important, right? I know the scale's important, right? But I, I just simply don't want to go back to the way I was before. That's all. That That's really it, right? And I worry about that. I really do. It's constantly on my mind. Constantly. Maybe many of you out there think about that. Maybe many of you don't. I look at old pictures sometimes of myself years ago, especially when um, I just had my daughter, or my wife just had her daughter, my da daughter, excuse me. <laughs> and, I, you know, I, I was full, fuller face back then, you know. But most of the time I was, had the tummy, had the double chin. And I really didn't look at myself until I look at some of these pictures. And that, and I guess that was me at that point in my life, you know? I think of some of these pictures, I look at them, and during a time when I was maybe at my most stress levels, trying to get through life, trying to survive, try to be okay. But deep down, I, I look at myself today and I, I'm a better version than I was back then. It's sad. It's sad to think about it sometimes. Scrolling through old pictures of yourself, right? Ultimately, I, of course, love my family no matter what. Cherish them. I just want them to see the best version of me, right? But it's like your kids and your wife especially accept you for who you are. And that's my family. Accept me for who I am, right? Well, let me play this next song, right? Because I know we're getting short on time here. I don't know why, but I like a little Phil Collins Genesis, but let me play this one. There's actually another version out there. Um, but let me, let me play this.
And do we live in the land of confusion? I believe we do, actually. Where people are constantly trying to confuse you, mislead you, make you believe false information, right? But it's, it's also up to us out there to make sure that we don't believe that false information, right? And we are in trouble. We certainly are. Well, folks, I don't know. Maybe I'll just leave it on that note. Just to think about, are we in trouble in the society, from a culture? Where, you know, where are we today, right? Where are we headed? Let me um, finish off with um, our devotional. You know, I haven't. Let me take a look. What's today? September 4th, right? Wow. The Ripple Effect. That's what it's called. And this is from um, Strength for Today by David Jeremiah. Therefore, know that the Lord, your God, He is, he is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. Deuteronomy 7.9 An often overlooked principle of scriptures, God's harvest law. We reap what we sow. Galatians 6.7 Farmers and gardeners know this well, and Christians should know it also. The principle also has roots in the Old Testament. The sins of one generation could, would echo for four more generations, but the blessings of one generation of obedience would influence a thousand generations. Those are round numbers. Those are round numbers used to illustrate a point. Disobedience and obedience ripple out from our choices, impacting others. In the days prior to his death, Jacob gathered his sons together to tell them about what their future held. Genesis forty-nine one to twenty-seven. His firstborn son Reuben should have held should have held pride in the future, but because his sins he would not. The second and third born sons, Simeon and Levi, should have been next, but they were too they were too demoted. The fourth son, Judah, was made the tribal leader through whom the Messiah would come, Genesis forty nine ten, and the one eventually called the Lion of the tribe of Judah. Every thought, word and deed sown today will bear fruit tomorrow or good for good or for ill right and you know it's perfectly true when you think about that um that the things that happened today in the past that we or in this world that happened um affect us for generations to come right generations a lifetime for many right just thinking about that well but anyways let me let me end off here with this song the game right because Life is a game in a way, but I don't think of it that way, but some may do. Wishing you all just a fantastic Labor Day. Forgot that, you know, oh my goodness, forgot that it was Labor Day coming up tomorrow, right? Where we honor those who labor, which includes most of us out there, right? Who make organizations, corporations incredibly wealthy, and even the owners. But yet we see very little of that wealth ourselves sometimes many times i should say because it's one big game
Thank you, everyone, for joining me once again on another Just Talk with Joe Meyer. Have a blessed week, a safe and happy Labor Day for those who celebrate. And until next time, thank you.